When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did you get sick? Nah. I'm still good. I feel like I've, I've woken up with a throat tickle almost every day, but Ooh. almost through like... That's how it started for telling me. How it, telling it how it's done. I, I mean, for months I've had a throat tickle that's never developed into anything more. Oh. And every day I, I get it and I'm like... Could be an STI. <laughs> that's True. never going to go away. Throat gonorrhea. No, throat gonorrhea. That would go away. Yes. Come on. Not can all I confess STIs something? last forever. Yes. Can I confess something crazy? I think maybe I've talked about this before. When I lost my virginity to a woman, I didn't use protection. <laughs> this is terrible to like wow. share on a podcast. But isn't that crazy? Well, I found the culture when I was a teenager as well was very much like, did you use a condom in a way where it was like, <laughs> it's 50-50? You know, like... <laughs> I can't believe it. Like, I'm truly shook. Yeah. What the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. Me of all people. I'm always like that with... um. With uh, you know, there's like people like it's so times. hard to get. <laughs> well, people are like it's so hard to get gay men to use condoms. But I'm like the first time I had gay sex, I was like condom. Please, was, I was thank like, you. I, I was like screaming it. Yeah, but like, then again, you know, you know, it was, I was 22, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, true. We weren't like 16, just <laughs> yeah, exactly. like kind of bumbling around, just winging it. Um, Imagine having sex. Gay sex. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, I, a, I've done both. I've both. I've had both sex, sex and, and gay, gay sex. No, sorry, but to specify, it was sex with a man as a teenager with another crazy, teenager. Crazy, eh? Crazy. Sometimes I think back on like knowing people. You know, when there was people that you were like, can't, you kind of had an inkling were gay, but you were in Christchurch, so you went telling anyone. And and I'm like, oh, I imagine if you were just like, hey, man, should we just help each other out and give it a go? <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> It's sort of like, um, there should be like Facebook groups for it or something. Yeah. It's like, it's like well, it's all just, we all know that there should be a rule of like, you know, it's not going to get good until you're like your fourth or fifth person in. So you may as well, yeah. um, you know, knock those ones out with a friend. Yeah. Uh, or a Facebook group just for soft, nerdy gay men. <laughs> <laughs> just to like work it out. To work it out. Yeah. Cue theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's for me, okay? They're both male, and they're both gay. So they're Welcome along to the mail, guys. <laughs> On a brilliant episode, one of the uh, first times that uh, Chris re- really took the lead on the dock, uh, so much so that I didn't, I've not put anything in the dock. I put the, everything in the dock. We were going to film, record two days ago. Yeah. And you didn't turn up. I just couldn't do it. You didn't apologize. Did I not? There's no apology. You didn't show up though, right? I was here for an hour. Really? Yes. What? Because you said you were running late. At 6.30, which is when we were meeting. No, I had no idea. 
You Oh my god, I'm so no, embarrassed. It's fine. Are you kidding me? I'm serious. Oh. It was 624 when you messaged and you were like, I'm still at the office. And I was like, he'll be on his way. And then it was 7.30 when you next messaged and you were like, I could leave now. And I was like, no, I've been here an hour. I was like, I'm going. Oh. Anyway. Oh, Is that shocking? I'm so embarrassed. It's I shocking. had truly no idea. I'm gonna thought- say, no, no, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I didn't bring it up because I knew <laughs> this is true gossip. Everyone's going to be like on tender hooks listening to this. But you've had a massive week. You had a huge show, but you did not apologize. I just had no idea. That's that whole funny. hour I was in, like I was in <laughs> the sort of meeting where you can't I knew sneak you away would be busy. Phone, you I know? knew you would be so I'm busy. And so I was like, so sorry. No, I knew you were so busy. Oh <laughs> my God, Chris. <laughs> Why well, didn't the reason I didn't apologize is because I had no idea that you were waiting for me for an hour. Because we said we'd meet at six thirty. Oh, why would I not have been there? I don't know. It was six twenty-four. You're always at least six minutes late. You're ten minutes late today. I know. You can't. I've been working. <laughs> so have I. Oh, it was honestly legendary and i was like saying to tim I was like i should i bring it up and he's like you'll find your way and i was like on the podcast <laughs> that's crazy oh no wonder you hate me so much i hated you today not yesterday because i forgave you i was like he is so busy and i totally was like i've got to be there for my friend he'll apologize i won't even ask for it i will i'll throw a couple of shady digs but i'm gonna be so oh my god a company Truly, I had no idea. How, that is, how did you have no no idea? I don't know. I'm just, you know just what? so the, focused on the other things that I was doing. And that you know day, what was the insane thing was? You agreed to meet on Monday evening. I know it was your pitch. It was like, should we do Monday evening? Yeah, well, I didn't think that I'd be still in the office that late. It's I, crazy. It's, it was one of the funniest things. Well, not funny. It doesn't. Se- you doesn't seem like it was funny. <laughs> no, I was like, I'll bring this home in a lighthearted way, and I was like, no, no, I'm still hurt. <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry, Chris. I'm really deeply sorry. I can't believe I did that to you, and I truly had no idea until this point that I did that to you. It definitely feels like something that. I'm not. I'm not actually angry about. I only brought it <laughs> oh, up. Your face is definitely. Uh, face is, is you're angry. I'm on the verge of tears. No, I brought this up in a like jokingly way, and then your reaction was pure vulnerability. That I was like, he means it. Thanks, man. Oh. Well, now I know. When I was trying to make some snide little jokes about the Google Doc today, you were it like, was like, yeah, I've really. <laughs> I, I, was I like, made the doc. I could not believe it. And then it, 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 I could not believe it. <laughs> and I was holding back, like, you know, when you're holding back, like, uh, pure, like, acidic fire. And I was like, I'm going to hold this back. And then when you started digging about my terrible doc, I was like, is he for real? <laughs> but I was like, I also was like, maybe he still doesn't know that I was at the house for an hour. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I truly didn't. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Are you ready? I'm cancelled. I'm no. You're not cancelled. You're not cancelled. Okay. Because we've all we all do shit like this all the time, and it was a really busy day for you. You've started a new job. I had no idea. I had no idea. 
<laughs> How? I, what? I don't know. And you're, you must have been so preoccupied with this job that you, d- you were like, you, mu- you must have acknowledged the time because you're like, it's 624, I'll message being like, I'm still at work. Yes, and I guess... Wh- and then you got back to work and I was like, when I got that message, I was like rocking in the front door. Because, cause, yes, I'm also adjusting to a world where like me saying I'm still at work doesn't mean I could be there in 10... That means 20. it's cancelled. But when I said that, that's, that's it's because can- I have to bus in and out of work. So I when oh, I have a car, when I'm, if I'm still at work, I'm oh half my. an hour away. Oh, that is now I'm adjusting to that. Yeah, so I'm sorry. What I feel like has happened, and like- this is me like not explaining <laughs> where, what, how, <laughs> you know, just sending a short message that should have been of so much more. And detail. then I was like, okay, yep. And I was like, there's no. It was like you. Were, it was so shorthand, and I was like, what is? How do I? And then it's so crazy when you want someone to apologize to you when you just like all you want is like and i was like i don't i just need the word sorry like in a th- in the messenger thread and i don't know like oh no 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 it's right like it's like it's so fine i was like i don't i don't know like how i want it i was like but i don't want to dig for it and then i was like and then i was gonna be like you can say sorry if you and then i was like you can't message that like there's no way that that can be somewhat of a joke like you just have- oh and i was like i'll just let it happen and it's like i'll bring it up on the podcast and then we'll like talk it out slowly beat by beat yes. but also it's like a fucking podcast and who cares? But you're still here for an hour and you don't want to be... We're all very busy people. You totally. Know, you don't want to be here. That was fine. I mean, it would, I, when we cancelled, I was like, that would have been the record and then I just get on with my life. Yeah, I suppose so. This and like, I mean, you and me have done this to Tim before. Oh my God. But we've just been... But we both experienced it on the other side and we were yeah. like, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. But this was like... I was like, at no, work still. None the wiser. Yeah. And also now... This is like me adjusting to our new normal, which is that we don't work and basically live together and spend all our time together. Yeah. Because you've got a different job. Yeah. With a rival network. Oh, I mean, I'm not rival. I mean, I'm, I'm also working there and I was also with you. You were there. The and day. part of what I was getting done was stuff for you. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll be the first <laughs> to apologize then. <laughs> um, and um, I was like, so I don't know that you being like, I'm still, I'm on my way back from work means... A bus. Yeah. That sucks. The bu- and the bus is. And that night... If anything, <sighs> do you know whose fault this is? Auckland Transport. Auckland Transport. Oh, let's get that light rail happening. Oh, my God. If you could have seen how miserable I was that day as well, because I left so late that the buses were going less frequently that I had to go and wait in the freezing cold. I was like... Oh. It was like the worst night of my life, and then I had to get back. And get, you know, and you that know when can't you finished, be the worst night. No, of it wasn't. Your life. It wasn't. It was the worst night of your life. It was you waited <laughs> at Tim's comfortable house while he probably. It was not the worst night of you. my life. It was fine. I played with his dog. Yeah, which let's have a wee chat about Tim's dog because Tim's not okay. So Tim, our producer's got a dog at the moment. We, <laughs> at the moment, you're well, expecting him to so, ditch it. <laughs> like in this we're month, hoping he'll at take the moment it back. of his Tim's a hundred year life. I mean, you know. It's still, I mean, you have a dog for up to 14 years. So, yeah, so that's, at the moment, <laughs> it's 14% of his can life. Can you remember years one to 14? Yes. A bit of them. Yeah, for, yeah some, of them are, some of those are traumatic. <laughs> okay, some well, of those I'm, are burned <laughs> in my brain. Seven to 14, I would say not that memorable. Anyway. <laughs> oh, there's only seven years. Oh my God, I'm so stupid. Anyway, um, the dog like is really confronting to me because I'm like I, I want a dog and I want a dog like that and it is just a handful it is naughty. whenever he is anyone naughty. knocks on the door the dog loses it today he didn't um, bark at me and yell at me which was nice 
He did bark and yell at you, and then we all went, "Stop it, Rufus!" Not you're as, not as much as maybe you I'm, are so <laughs> unplugged from your surroundings. <laughs> you don't know when the time is, or that a dog <laughs> literally barked at you for like two minutes, and then Tim and I both told him to shut up. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're like. Helen Keller, but you're not deaf um, or blind. Do you think right now there's someone somewhere who I'm an hour late to meet? <laughs> <laughs> Who's like listening to this podcast being like, oh, I know where he was now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's without apology in three weeks. Um, have you been listening up? Have you been reading up on all this like uh, family bar drama? Yeah, I have. I did have. you read the article? Because I the did dark, read the article. Like- in the dark, it said family <laughs> article, which I have not read. That was Chris's note. But then and then I, I put read- that in the thread to make fun of Chris. <laughs> and then he was like, yeah, I haven't had time because obviously he was, you know, still hurting. <laughs> I was still bleeding. And also, then I messaged, and now I have read it. And you still hadn't added anything into the doc. No, I did. I ha- oh. There's been, honestly, 400 docs I have not written in. No, Chris, we haven't done 400 episodes. We've done 10 episodes. We've done 4,000 <laughs> We've done episodes six episodes of this weekly podcast <laughs> over four years. <laughs> um, uh. So, but have you seen Family you, you the, Did you read the article? I, didn't, I forgot the answer oh, Yes I read the article Yeah Which is different It's a sort of a different um, Issue But then also the same issue Yes Well a lot of the media Has been uh, To do with uh, The way women are treated In the bar Or, or gender non-binary people uh, Trans people A lot of, Has been uh, mm. A lot of the experiences That have been It's like an invasion about. Of straight people Into that space And yeah. who kind of One treat it as like A novel fun space To kind of like Point and laugh at Anything that's kind of Like different to them And then also There's a lot of like Predatory behaviour Going on as well There's this woman Getting grabbed Getting told Awful like, People leering at people, Women making out Grabbing people Awful It was It's like it's it's so sad because oh, so I was in Sydney with Hudson Halls like two weeks ago or a week ago or whatever, and it was my first time like kind of getting immersed amongst the sort of gay Sydney life. Stuff. Have you listened to the Sydney Gays podcast? No, I haven't. Oh, you should you should listen to a bit. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, I, I skimmed, to through, I skimmed through one episode and I was like, like yeah, "This is okay, not for me." It's so funny. <laughs> so it's not, it's not good. <laughs> but I was on um. Oxford Street. Yeah. It's just like, you're just like, there's so many bars. Yeah. Right. And I was like, we've just got the one, or now we've got like staircase as well. Yeah. Which is, I was like, the first time we've kind of had options really, but it was always like, well, would you just go to family? Oh, I remember one time, maybe this was before you moved up talk, and there was a bar called Legend, I think. There's or always the- been another one that's sort of been like, like, there's always been another kind, there's been like, yeah. And there was like, Puff. Oh, there was Puff. I didn't went to Puff, but I went to, Legend was cool. Right. It was good space. It's like, we, it's like we're like the that's sort of what the need is like is beginning to emerge. Like we need more spaces or outlets, right? To yeah, and there's a big problem. They talk, they kind of talk about this in the article. And the family bar owners, I, I, uh, I think a lot of their statements have been <laughs> bullshit. But then it's part of what th- one of the things they do say uh, is that the queer community can be very fickle. They can be like, this bar's not giving us what we want, and then someone will put up a bar and be like, and essentially give. Those things that people are asking for and people don't turn up and support us and then it just closes. I.e. us not going to family. Oh, going to staircase. Staircase But that's more a problem of us not going out at all. I know, that's the thing. <laughs> and that's why I, part of me is like, oh. If I was young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I have these complaints about family, but I'll spend, you know, $20 there every two months, you know? Like, totally. I'm not supporting the business. So, am I... Um, 
I did go this weekend and had a good, good, good old time. Did some vodka you, soda, sang some karaoke, but you were there for the second half of this drama, right? So yes, which was Ribena, the drag queen on stage, just saying a whole bunch of racist stuff. It was what I went into the main bar for five minutes, and it all happened. She, I don't even want to repeat anything. You don't that need happened. to repeat. This it stuff. was just crazy. Yeah. It was why I went to see Queen Kong, who was incredible, such a good drag queen. Please go see Queen Kong from Adelaide if you're ever looking for a fantastic drag performer. That is an amazing number. And then everything that happened straight afterwards was shocking. I've read it on quite a few people's like social media, like um, Instagram pages and stuff. Stories. Pages. I sound 45. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I am. And... It highlights me like this really frustrating habit of like, um, and there's so many like, I can't believe the amount of like white gays there have been that have come out like defending Robina's comments. It's been like, oh, like Bianca's known for offensive stuff. It's drag. Like like, that's the whole point of it. And you're like, it's not, actually it's not. It doesn't excuse that kind of, and those jokes aren't actually funny. funny. And no one was laughing. Yeah. The bit that, we made, that uh, I felt was so traumatic to watch was that there were all comments about the Asian Asian community basically and call, pointing out people calling them out and then she pulled a guy on stage no. and was saying that all. And then, I mean, it's just such an awful position to put an audience member into to make them stand on stage essentially like either they have to, you know, speak out and then look like they're making a fuss or look like they're complicit in what's going on, which is... And the jokes were disgusting. It was so... Ugh! Ugh! And it's like, if you're up on that stage, you are... In, if you're up... To be on stage really is like a privilege. Yeah. Uh, because you get given a, like a literal platform above everyone else where everyone can see you and you can speak to them. I'd never thought about this stuff. Um, the, well, the, the phrase, you giving a platform, well, the it, literal meaning of that. Well, that is. I didn't know that. Well, I guess it is. Well, I mean, it I, is. It, I mean, it must be, right? Yeah. Oh, I guess I am a scholar. Uh, and congratulations, thank you. <laughs> um, and it's like, so whatever you do say up there actually needs to be held to account, uh, you know. And if you do say something, if if your behaviour is like, defa- like you know, offensive or racist or you know what, like you should be. I feel like people are calling out people for attacking Ryan or on those comments, and it's like. Because she's a drag performer, but it's like, well, no, she's again, she's in a position where she's speaking, you know, above everyone else yeah. on a higher platform, and therefore, like, you, you can call her out on that. Totally. And it, it's just so shitty for the queer community to do it, given, like, I think there's probably so many times for queer people when they sit in the audience of a, a show designed for kind of heteronormative society where they feel like they're yes. being othered or made to feel outside and then to go into a space which should be safe and then for part of that community again to feel that same way. Mm. It's so, it's so, it's so bad. And it's that kind of, it's also that really frustrating thing around gaming being like, well, I, you know, I've been marginalized too. And that excuses like r- racist jokes. Yeah. Like what, what is up with that? And they're just never... They're, like never they're never funny. creative. They're never. It's the whole ri- no ugh. rice, no spice mentality on Grinder is like truly toxic. Like, okay, I did a funny joke about no rice, no spice the other day. Who does? Me. I did a joke about no rice, no spice. James Roque does a joke about no rice, no spice. Oh yes. set. I'm hosting Fringe Bar Wellington. Bring your mind there. Yeah. <laughs> this is so vapid to re- <laughs> repeat a joke I did in the show. No, today. you've taken me there. <laughs> 
No, no one needs to hear this. Anyway, you I got hold up. You can't say, I'm in Wellington. <laughs> and then go, oh, actually, no one needs to hear it. You literally set the scene and then you're like, no one needs to hear this. I just can't believe my own behavior. <laughs> I mean, you are toxic today. Yeah. Um, and then I said, he just joke about the rice, no spice. Uh, and then when I uh, got up on stage, I said, oh, no rice, no spice. Uh, it does sound offensive, but that's actually just the diet need to go on if you want a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a bad joke. It's so bad, <laughs> Chris. I got a good laugh, mate. It's weird that James Roque is doing a no. I mean, it's no rice. He does a bit about um uh how uh, girl seeing girls on Tinder having no Asians. Do, oh, so I was wondering if it exists in straight culture. Yeah, as well. girls have no Asians, no Indians, and then he does because uh but no, but only on Grinder is it called. No rice, no spice. Very grinder specific. Yeah. It's awful. It is truly toxic. It's crazy. Life's crazy. The world's crazy. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, do you want to know my fact of the game? I do, because I read it in the doc, and I was like, I'd, reading this, I don't understand what this is Because it's the second half. Basically, I just wrote the fact in, but I didn't write all oh, this is This podcast has become a behind-the-scenes as well as like, how it works. <laughs> anyway, so in Sydney, <clears throat> the Imperial, okay. which is another drag bar, or gay bar, drag yeah. bar, had a lot of queens there. Uh, but it's recently gone through this like massive renovation and it was my first time ever stepping inside of a queer space that was like not a bit um like rough around the edges like oh like no shade to all the queer spaces i've been into but usually it's like a bit grunge well it's a little bit grungy or like and it's made up to look nice like but like you know it's a bit sticky on the floor you know a bit of the paint's chipped or what have you and there's like pride flags from like eight years ago kind of like still up on the yeah. You know, it's like things have accumulated and over time. Whereas it's like, this used to be a bar like that. And then it's just gone through like, honestly, like a multi-million dollar makeover. And it was Jesus. like a, a profound experience. Kind of being in a space that was like expensive, but made for queers. Like, it, I think that's what it, it felt like a little bit of a treat. You yeah, know? nice. Um, so I went to a drag and dine um, dinner night um, for some friends. And it was I was there was like three four gay men at the table and then thirty straight women, uh, which is, I think I was like oh maybe straight women are the only people that buy tickets to Dragon Die yeah true and that was a, a whole other experience but this, the movie Priscilla is set um with like oh, well, set starts in that bar okay and they cool. like they, the bus leaves from the outside so I felt a bit like ooh like I was doing like a um. Like a Hollywood tour. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, and they named the restaurant there Priscilla's um, after the movie. Anyway, I was, I was like reading up a little bit more about like, I was like, it's so weird that Priscilla got made. Like, it is. And that it was so popular. Yeah. And then got turned into like a musical that was then even like more popular. And it's just yeah. like toured the world ever since. So 
performed like the tone is like it's done like the the movie's done it all and so is the musical and it's like crazy to me yeah true it's just like such a weird and it's also felt like it was like Australia was like nailing drag <clears throat> before well, like New Zealand was really like kind of even getting started <laughs> we're thinking about like Dame Edna being one of the most famous comedians I mean not that we can talk too possibly about Barry Humphreys in not. his current life but like yeah, it, amazing that that was like a mainstream huge thing Australia has such a specific drag culture as well yeah. like all their drag queens kind of joke and sound the same like I don't know yeah. I quite like it though but um, the film had such a small budget obviously because it's like <laughs> a drag queen <laughs> drag film. queen film yeah <laughs> but the um, so Lizzie Gardner, she won the o- and Tim Chappell. They were costume designers. They won an Oscar for the movie, which I wow. didn't realize at the nineteen ninety five Oscars. And their budget were, um, was so small that so the like really famous kind of one of the most famous dresses in that movie is like that jandal dress where it's like all those jandals. Oh yes, 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 attached yes. together. It cost seven dollars. What? Yeah. Uh, May. And she got all the stuff from the Target. Wow, like, that's I, so cool. I love that, right? And I bet they must have been in like, probably like period dramas that had million dollars. There's like, I think badges. there's something about like five, four or five films that are non-period dramas that have won, ever won really? the costume award, yeah. <gasps> wow. And that's one of them, Priscilla. I think there are some of the Priscilla costumes in, uh, what's the name, Acme. The museum in Melbourne. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. And that's where you can look at Kate Blanchett's Oscar and the piano from the piano. Would you give your Oscar to a museum? No, 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 no. You'd keep it, eh? Yeah, I, I don't even know which room I'd put There's it in. There's so many celebrities whose answer to, like, when I get an Oscar is like, oh, I'd just, I'd just put it on the toilet, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, I would not. I'd get oh. a new room for my house. Yeah. And I'd put it just in there alone. If you think about putting it on a shelf, I'm like, it gets its own shelf. Nothing else is on that shelf. Just it deserves a plinth. Yeah. And, and I'm always Some looking for a reason to it. have a plinth in the house. I think that the one reason that Kate Blanchett's probably not uh, given hers to that uh, museum is because she's got two. She's got one for Aviator, I think, which she keeps for herself. And I believe she has donated the Blue Jasmine one because she's it's the Woody Allen one. So she's probably like, you guys. <laughs> I was wondering, I was like, is that a problematic that? one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She rocks, eh? She's, she's good She's stuff. very funny. But she's very hot in um, Ocean's 8. As bad as Ocean's 8. Oh, I don't know if it was bad, but it was just fine. But she was great. She was hot. <laughs> <laughs> I should have my own film review. <laughs> Website. It was fine, but she was hot. It was bad. I don't know if it was bad. It was fine. <laughs> cool. I saw Spider Man. Have you seen it? Home, far from home. Is it the new one? The new one, Jake Gyllenhaal, Tom Holland, right? Yeah, everyone is crazy about his butt. I feel like that's the main thing. It's oh, I really noticed confusing. it. So, I guess I mean Spider Man and the costume you see is but really good. Yeah, look, I feel like every superhero in a costume has like a specific thing that they're like oogle over these goodies, you know. Yeah. And for Batman it's like the abs and the pecs. Yeah. And Captain America's the butt. They even make a joke about it in Avengers Endgame. Right. They do. Yeah. Superman it's the bulge. Yeah. <clears throat> and Spider Man weirdly, even though he's like a teenager. Yeah. They're like his literal the little poster, like you he's like Facing backwards, turning towards you, like, come on, daddy. Get a good with look his at butt, this. like, with his butt, like, wow. In, right in the middle where your eye goes. He's not a teenager IRL. He's about 23. It's really good to know that. Yeah, I know. I, I wanted to make sure you knew that. He was, he was, he was over 20 in the first movie. And so he's like a broad I'll go away. Star. 
Yeah, I think he is. Because his um, lip sync battle is like obviously iconic. Oh my god, wow. It's I such an amazing. I feel like if there was like a couple of key moments of like trying to tackle toxic masculinity, that video is one of it's them. It's one of them. I just love any video like that where you get to see a talent you didn't know someone had and it yes. feels like a full revelation. Like watching that, it's like, <clears throat> why did no one tell me? He can play gay roles. Oh, yeah, he's allowed. He's allowed. I feel like that's the new quota, right? Yeah. In my gay <laughs> yeah. opinion, Tom Holland, he can play gay roles. He can play gay roles. If you can dance, you can play gay roles. I'm putting... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you can dance, if you do a pirouette and, a, and like, the splits, you can... You can play gay you roles. You can gay You're roles. allowed to. I, I, it was cool seeing that movie, seeing Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I was talking about this with our friend Hayley the other day, how, like, I've had a crush on him the entirety of my adult life. And wow. I feel like I've grown up with the, him in the same way that, like, I grew up reading Harry Potter and Harry Potter was the same age as me the whole way through. And, I, like, I feel like I've grown with Jake Gyllenhaal. And as my tastes changed, he's evolved into the new thing that I like. Oh, yeah. That's nice to have one of those. Isn't it? Yeah. I started watching Harry Potter. Okay. Friend the first two were probably pretty bad. I, I didn't imagine. watch the first two. Oh, the third one's good. Yeah. So, in my fever, I was like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I'm going to start watching the Harry Potter films, even though I'm sure I haven't read up on the story yet. There's a lot... We, it's, you have to be in, across everything, and sometimes you just don't have enough time. But J.K. Rowling she's is... She's a turf. Yeah, she's a full, she's a turf. full turf. Oh, fuck, she, man. What fuck happened her. is she liked a turf's tweet, and then people said it, and she was like, oh, grandma moment. And then, But then since then, she's just liked a bunch of other turf tweets. She's followed a bunch of turf accounts. Oh. The woman is a turf. No. Yeah, yeah, so Michael was like... My boyfriend was like, you can't watch Harry Potter. And I was like, what? He's like, J.K. Rowling is transphobic. And I was like, no, but I just... Yeah. I crave it now so i secretly watched it anyway while i was sick and i wasn't supporting jk rowling i was supporting emma watson who's a true feminist theory i'd love for emma watson feminist to theory po- <laughs> feminist theory. i love i'd love for emma watson to publicly call out jk rowling well How good that's why that michael be? was like has she and i was like i don't know but i was like also feel like it's not for me to weigh in on this as one <laughs> not a woman <laughs> or trans and not um you know woman trans or a harry potter or fan. a harry potter fan <laughs> it's, them. it's the main three how many did you get through watch three and four. Oh, they're goodies they're full on um <laughs> There's a couple of crazy things. One is like how they never get, they never tire of being at Hogwarts. Like, so <laughs> yeah, it's a boarding school. No, but like magic will happen. Like say in movie three, the boat, no movie four, the boat comes out of the water. Okay. With all the Vikings on it. Oh yeah. Very cool. And the flying chariot with all the French girls and um, those gorgeous hats. Yeah. And I imagine they must have all fit in that. Anyway, but you can fit into all sorts of things in Harry Potter land. Yeah. And, like, one of the twins, Ron's twins. (laughs) Fred and George. Fred and George. Turns to Ron and goes, well, you don't see that every day. And I was like, how are you still a... Like, you see so much magic. How are you still like, well, you don't see that every day? No, no, no. But you might not have seen that particular spell in the same way that, like, I don't know, you might see a a type of firework you've never seen before and be like, wow, that is cool. (laughs) (laughs) They're just never, like... They're never short of being like, how did that happen? And you're always like, magic. You've got a wand. Like, you should not be surprised. Yeah, but there's different skill levels of magic. (laughs) <laughs> and, when, and when Harry we can his- all kick a ball but when you see someone play soccer wow you're still gonna be like wow true 
True. <laughs> Very good point. And the other one is, like, Harry is always singled out for being different, right? Yeah. Like... He gets the sorting. I mean, I, have, I forgot. I haven't seen the. I haven't rewatched the first one. But when he gets the sorting hat on, it's like, oh, yeah. He gets the longest hums and ahs. Yeah. And in the Goblet of Fire, for example, when the bit of paper comes out of yes. the goblet, and everyone's like, "Who will it be?" If I was in this guy, I'd be like, "Harry." <laughs> yeah. That's I bet true. you it's Harry. Yeah. Because it's always fucking Harry. Yeah. Like, and everyone's like. It's Harry Potter. And he was like, what? And it's like, you know, every single movie, <laughs> he's fucking late or he almost dies or like, crashes his car. <laughs> like, he's fucking up left, right and centre. Of course, it's his fucking name on the burnt piece of paper coming out of the cop. Co- goblet. <laughs> the cop. Coming out of the cop. I was going to say cup and goblet. That's <laughs> a cop. Yeah, it's a copulet. It is wild how many um, stories and movies and f- films and books there are that is about like a straight white man who like doesn't feel normal. You know, it's like, and he's got like extraordinary powers. I'm like, you know what? Hermione is busting her ass. Like she's I going forward know. and back in time. And it's like Princess Leia is a fucking le- like she's a princess who yeah. knows how to shoot a gun. And Harry's just like, it's a mighty scar you've got there. Yeah, and you're a bit of a legend. You're you know, it's like, and then it's, he never goes out of his way. He's just thrusted into full on circumstances. Like he's not, an, I guess he is an extraordinary wizard. In fact, he's got like heaps of force, but he says the spells just as good as anyone else. <laughs> it is weird. That part of it is just like saying silly words. Well, as casting a spell. It's like, cause everyone can be like, um, what's the one that like you kill someone with? Avada Kedavra. <laughs> Avada. I don't want to say it too loud. Avada Kedavra. It does it. feel dark, doesn't it? Oh, or do wait. you not care? Well, that's not the one. Experiamus. What's that one? That makes the wand go out of their hand. Uh, it spells, you know, like a, it, Well, Avada Kedavra, when they, were, when they were doing that at each other. Yeah. No, ex- Expelliarmus. When it was Expelliarmus, because Hermione can say that. She's happy to say that. But when Harry does it, it's a little bit stronger. Yeah, well, you why did you, did you know that later so, on, later on they learn to do spells without saying the name of the spell? Oh, so they just go, yeah, give it like a just nod or a wink, intention, a bit of mindfulness. Oh, yeah. And so no character is gay yet, eh? But they're like dumb. Then J.K. Rowling was like, Dumbledore's she gay. Said Dumbledore's gay, and then apparently it's going to come out in the next movie. I think there might have been a bit of it. I saw the last one, fantastic, the last Fantastic Beast, and it was an appalling film and I feel like there might have been something about it but it's like Jude Law and Johnny Depp basically what we want is like we don't want like a little moment I know we want a full fucking full queer wizard yeah like I want (laughs) like I want I want to see a dude lion fuck a dude lion in the Lion King next week really yes I don't want to see that new movie yeah, I don't. I want to. I love everyone who's in it, but it just looks like David Attenborough's like Lion King, but they're not real. The lions didn't really do that because they're animation. Yeah. Saw Tour Story, though. Tour Story. Tour Story. <laughs> I, well, I haven't seen it. Fucking loved it. Yeah. And it felt truly like a progressive film. I was like, it's amazing that Pixar are like, their politics are this complicated. And yet they're still making their movies for kids. Well, they had a bloody, they had a bloody, they got, a, they had a Me Too, Me Too in the in the ranks. Oh yeah, and yeah, but they and took it still, out. 
Oh, wait, no. So but he was working for them. Oh. That's part of the reason they were like, we've got to get rid of this scene. It's because me, John Lasseter, and I think it was part of the reason Rashida Jones quit. She was working on Toy Story 4 and she quit. Because she's credited on it. Mm, oh. And John Lasseter still got a credit on it, but it's the last movie he's going to have a credit on. But they had to give it to him because, like, legally, you know, he's not like... Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, it's real, oh, yeah. Probably should have gone and supported that movie either then. But well, I actually I've... wanted to support Tom Hanks <laughs> and Tim Allen. <laughs> don't, you don't want to support Tim, you know, Tim Allen? Isn't it crazy? It's Tim Allen's full Trump, I think. Is he? I think so. No. Yeah, he's oh. definitely conservative. And- <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Everyone's fucked. Isn't it crazy? Did you watch any of the de- Democratic debate? Did you like Marianne Williamson? I watched the first debate, the whole of the first one. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. Because I was staying in Sydney with Kip Chapman, who oh, he loves all and he, he loves it. So we watched all of it, and then with Elizabeth Warren, who's such a legend, she was there. <laughs> yeah, she was with <laughs> us. It was a great. It, she had some great commentary on it too. Um, and we watched bits of the second one. Um, kind yeah, of like in, in, in and out. The second one was a good, the good one, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, they're both pretty good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they're more kind of like. Personalities in the second. Yes, um, yeah. it was. It, it was. So, it's the clip of Marianne Williamson calling out Jacinda Ardern is truly one of the weirdest. Most, things. I, I wouldn't call it iconic. Oh, let's talk about this. Can we talk about? Did I tell you about this young girl that messaged me? I don't know if it's even a young person, but like a young person messaged me on Instagram. Yeah, saying, and it went into my message request. So like, you know, we're not friends, but I. So I don't know if they're young or a woman, but I, I get this sense. Yes. And oh, it, you did it, tell me that. And it goes, the message goes, you're a queen. And then it's like a uh, hair flick emoji, pride flag emoji, season 12, RuPaul's Drag Race, here we come. And it's like, I do not do drag. There's no, there's like maybe <laughs> one image like miles down on my thread where I did drag like once for like a, a And someone stage. else put you in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and... How would I like, like, And then on that show Of all things as well I was Amazing like, It's so and- I think you've got to do it I, <laughs> I'm i pretty sure It starts filming For her. Next week But she You need to be there Who can I contact <laughs> I just yeah. love the way that um, The way that like All Like Not all so A lot of straight people Just presume that all gay men Are also drag queens Yeah that's wild <laughs> Do you like getting message requests I love getting message requests Because I'm like I don't get so many that it's like taxing. Mm. I get just enough that occasionally they come through, and I'm like, "What's it gonna be?" Yeah, <laughs> like, "What's?" I got one this afternoon. It's it says, it's so bizarre. It says, uh, "Hi, like I'm Kev in Auckland. Hope you're doing fantastic." <laughs> That's all. And so, shout out to Kev. What a legend! <laughs> Thanks, Kev. Um, let's finally talk about Little Nas X. Oh yeah, I'm all in. How I'm all mean? in. For him being gay Yes Well good Yeah You don't get to be in or out on that Well I'm sure. also in on the music And it's crazy Because I feel I like was not So I, Did Willie Wydower Dance to Old Town Road Root Whatever the song's called Old Town Road Did he dance to that song On Dancing with the Stars I think oh he might have It's been number one For ages 15 weeks It's one week off the record For lo- longest number one I, Ever I, in the history of the I stars. hated the song for so long yeah. And still kind of do. And I remember when he chose that song, I was like, this is the straight. And I made a joke to someone. I was like, this is maybe to Joseph Moore. I was like, this is the straightest song that's ever played in a ballroom. 
Um, I think I might have been there. Uh, maybe I watched yeah. that one. I do remember the Country Week. Yeah, yeah, and I do. Remember. I do remember Country Week. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's crazy to think now it's a gay it's anthem. Gay. And the thing but is, it's the one of the straightest songs I've ever heard. I don't think it even is. It's like full fantasy. The whole song is him pretending to be a cowboy. Yeah. And it, th- that's the theme of the song. He likes cowboys and he wants to be a cowboy. That's pretty gay. Yeah. Yeah. True. I was never a uh, cowboys and Indian. Like, I mean, you know, uh, apologies, but that's just, I mean, in our days, that's just what we called it. Um, <laughs> or like a dinosaur's kid or like, I get, you know, like I, yeah. so for me, it was like the guys played cowboys, like the boys totally, would totally go around like it. shooting guns and stuff. Like my, my brother was kind of into it. <laughs> but I mean, chaps for sure. Yeah. He's very... He's amazing, actually. Like, I don't, I've sort of looked into him more and more now. Yeah, and I watched it. He did an interview on the BBC. Oh, did he? He's like, and because his tweets were kind of vague, but then in this interview, he's like, I'm gay. And you know, when someone like affirms it, like, full on, and you're like, cool. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And, and the fact that he was number one for so long and that so many straight people love the song, I was like, tricked you. I wonder <laughs> if there was any, like, strategy. Inside of that, yeah. not like I mean, it's, it's awful to like say that someone's sexuality has like a strategy, and I'm sure. But his like- entire career has been a strategy because you know why that song's successful is because he turned it into a meme himself. He went on TikTok and started its own challenge when no one knew the song, and that's why it got picked up. He's a legend. He's a yeah. He's really smart. Well, I was like, hmm, you know, uh, who's to say? And it's maybe it's awful to speculate. But my mind did go like, I wonder if they were like, if you just sort of like keep it quiet and, you know, like, you know, as you hear in the movies about film, the evil film, like cause all film producers, are, movie, music producers are evil. Yeah. If they were like, you know, rap is hard and it's harder if you're gay. Um, and then, but there are quite a few like openly gay rappers. Yeah, Kevin there. Abstract is pretty big. Brockhampton's pretty big. I mean, I, I just I, said there are and I couldn't list one, but. I don't know names, but... <laughs> uh, he's, he does say in the interview, he's like, I was ready to take it to the grave. He was like, I almost Fuck. never left so sad. But what he's done is so... Because before this happened, and I feel like this is kind of like the second stage of awesomely like subverting society's expectations because the um, song was... He... Because he, I think when you like first release a song, you can choose kind of what 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 charts it's sending into. So he he put it on the country chart, and then when it got to number nineteen on the country chart, it was climbing really fast. They removed it because they were like, "This song doesn't have enough things to qualify as country music," right. which is bullshit. Because there's so many other songs that will chart as country, but are just pop. But because it's a white artist, they'll let it chart. So totally. then he got Billy Ray Cyrus involved to like certify how country it was, and then obviously just has fucking stormed it since then. And then, wow. so, yeah, I just love that he, like, fucked the country charts. And I liked, as, as they would put it, funks. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> who would put it in? Wait, who, who are you saying would say funked? Uh, like a country. <laughs> like, oh, he going and funked the country charts? I don't know if funked is a notorious <laughs> word used by black people into all performing country music. <laughs> and... I was like, what I like about it is that he came out while the song is still number one. Yeah. Rather than like, it's not like, <laughs> like there's still like, everyone's still listening to the song. And then it's like, yeah. Aha. It's absolutely iconic that he kept Taylor Swift's like, um, queer adjacent song, you know, like queer accessory totally. song off the number one spot. And then 
like, we didn't even know that he was actually queer. I, I, it's oh, beautiful. It is a beautiful thing, isn't it? It is good. I need to pee so badly, and every time you make me laugh, and you do sometimes, oh, a little bit of weed comes pushing out. it down. So well, we gotta, let's we wrap, up, wrap this up because I've got to go meet my boyfriend and your ex girlfriend for dinner, Brinley. Wow. Been a long time since I saw her. So. Sorry, sorry for bringing her up. Yeah, I felt um, like you guys were sweet and everything. No, we were. Do you have anything day. to plug? Please, come, if you live in Scotland or <laughs> if you can travel to Scotland, anywhere you can get there, come to my show. Um, although I've only got one empty one in the first little while. But, I but have no idea how many tickets. Yeah, you. Yeah, I don't. I had a. I'm, and I don't think I, I shouldn't be feeling good about any of you the numbers you seem great you had a wee smile and a wee look at the sky when you said it. I don't actually I don't have one in the first week that no one's uh, yeah well the, I think it's the second show no one's booked any tickets for the second show and the tickets are cheaper so please come to that if you oh, want to crazy um, but yeah please come see both of us we're in Edinburgh very soon I'm doing shows in London as well I'm doing like two or three shows in London before I go I, I, cool. should, I fucking should know the dates but I'll put them online soon so if you're in London and want to come see me there, please fucking please come there. I'm doing Camp Bench, and then we're, I'm also doing it in Edinburgh as well. So if you're if you're a fan in Edinburgh or anywhere in Scotland, and you're like good travel, come along. Isn't it so funny? We're like, I oh, hope we have fans. That's be, it's like sixty fans for twenty five shows. <laughs> it's like Fuck. I hope we've got like four hundred. <laughs> <in the show. laughs> it just it should go. Oh well, that was terrible math. Sixty. That's way more than four hundred. Uh, Time to take this horse to the old town road. By that I mean I'm gonna piss out of my horse dick. Um, the queen of the week. By the way, she did right in the. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. I'm sorry. We oh, gonna... now you apologize. <laughs> well, I... oh. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> I'm going to piss out my dick and cry out of my face because I'm a bad man who needs to be. But... Queen of the week is Mariah Carey. Because she's the bottle cap challenge. I was surprised her voice was as good as it was. It sounded great. She's like, ah. It was so good. Um, thank you so much for listening. Come to our shows. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's for me, okay? They're both male, and they're both gay, the male gays. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.